My name is Tony Er, and I'm from TCA College. I'm so glad that you can join us on Thought for the Day. It is not a coincidence that you have tuned in to this program today. Nothing in our life happens by chance because we have a sovereign God. I pray that God will speak to you through this program as you prepare your heart to hear what He has to say to you. Wherever you are right now, why don't you pause for a moment and say this to God. God, speak to me. Let my heart be fertile soil to receive your word. Amen. Right now, let us prepare our hearts to receive the word of God by worshipping Him with this song. As you listen to the song, meditate on the words and allow God to speak to you through this song. Come, let's celebrate. It is the birth of Jesus Christ. Let's shout and lift our voice. It's time to rejoice today. Hear the choir sing. Oh, come adore our newborn King. Let's sound the drums and bells. It's time to rejoice today. Sing it,
Welcome back to Thought for the Day. That was a beautiful song, wasn't it? Today, I'd like to share with you about spiritual disciplines. That's right, spiritual disciplines. Now, spiritual disciplines, they are an important part of our Christian walk with God because they help us to grow and mature in Christ and help us to become true disciples of Christ. When Jesus started his ministry on earth, he called a group of people to join him in fishing for people. Let us turn together to a familiar passage in Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 to 22. I'll be reading from the New International Version. That's Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 to 22. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once, they left the nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and the father and followed him. Now the first people Jesus called were Simon Peter, Andrew, James and John, and their response to the invitation to follow Jesus was immediate. The call that began more than 2,000 years ago to follow Jesus still applies today for anyone who wants to continue the work of fishing for people. It is the call to discipleship and it is central to the Great Commission. The Great Commission, as recorded in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 to 20, says this, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now, my dear friends, those who want to be disciples of Christ must first obey the call of Jesus to come, follow me, before they can go and make disciples. Becoming and being a disciple requires one to follow Christ in order to be transformed and conformed to His likeness. There are two aspects of following Christ. The first is to follow Him in His private spiritual preparation, while the second aspect of following Christ is to follow Him in His public ministry of proclaiming the kingdom of God. Following Christ in His private spiritual preparation must always precede the public ministry 
of going to make disciples. And the practice of spiritual disciplines is a vital means of the preparatory process. How then do we define spiritual disciplines? Spiritual disciplines can be defined as the disciplines that bring about maturity and growth as disciples of Christ. They are essentially devotional habits which have a biblical basis and which have been practiced by Christians since the biblical times. In Richard Foster's classic book, Celebration of Discipline, he refers to the list of spiritual disciplines that he identified as classical disciplines. They are called classical disciplines because they are central to Christianity. Richard Foster has a list of 12 disciplines which he divided into three groups. The first group is what he calls inward disciplines, and this includes meditation, prayer, fasting, and studying the Word of God. The second group, he calls them outward disciplines, which consist of simplicity, solitude, submission, and service. And finally, the third group is called corporate disciplines, which includes confession, worship, guidance, and celebration. First Timothy chapter 4 verses 7 to 8 states the necessity of practicing spiritual disciplines very clearly. The New American Standard Bible translates these verses as discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Now, if we look at the New International Version, it translates the verses as train yourself to be godly. Regardless of the English translation, whether it's discipline or train, the word in the original Greek language suggests effort, work. Now, spiritual exercises are not unlike physical exercises in that energy is required. The comparison to physical training is well established in verse 8 of 1 Timothy chapter 4. In order for the training to bear fruit, two important criteria must be met. The first criteria is practice and the second criteria is perseverance. These criteria are critical because discipleship is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It is a journey that has to be intentional and requires continual commitment. When the two are combined, habits are produced and the disciplines become a part of our lives to the extent that they have an impact on the way we live. While there are similarities between physical training and spiritual disciplines, the distinction between them must be emphasized. Verse 8 states that for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. In continuing the analogy on physical training, Paul says to the Corinthians 
that the spiritual training has eternal value, where we can expect a crown that will last forever. An important point to note is that while spiritual disciplines are habits that we should form, yet they are more than just mere habits. They are an inward and spiritual reality, and the internal attitude of the heart is far more crucial than what we do on the outside. Discipline is different from legalism. Discipline is God-centered practice which seeks to bring delight to God. In contrast, legalism is self-centered and practices the disciplines as rules with such rigidity in order to gain merit with God. The ultimate goal of spiritual disciplines should always be to transform our heart, for the heart is the source of all our motives, thoughts and actions. Our actions flow from what is inside of us, and thus we should not merely focus on what is external. While effort is required in the practicing of the spiritual disciplines, they have no effect in and of themselves. The spiritual disciplines need to be energized by the grace of God. When effort and grace are combined, it is when we will truly experience a transformation in our lives and become more and more like Christ. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10, even though he has worked harder than anyone else, it is only by the grace of God that he is the person he has become. My friends, are spiritual disciplines a part of your Christian walk? Do you set aside time daily to pray, worship, and to read the Word of God? When you make spiritual disciplines a part of your life and train yourself in godliness, you will find yourself growing closer to God and others will begin to see more and more of Christ in you. Would you make spiritual disciplines a part of your walk with God? I will leave you with this thought as we worship God together with this song. I'll be back after this song to pray with you. Christmas
Dear God, thank you for calling us to follow you. We desire to follow you and become more and more like our Lord Jesus Christ every day. Help us, God. Transform us by your power and your grace. May others truly see Christ in us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, my friends, for joining us today at Thought for the Day. And do join us again tomorrow. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Centre Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Center, may God's presence, peace and power be real to you today and every day. God bless. Oh,